0: Hey everyone, welcome to this week's podcast My name is Rani, I've been a writer for RetroRGB for a bit over a year now And I'll be filling in for Bob this week We've got some very cool stuff to talk about, so let's get to it First up, Artemio just released the MD-Fourier Toolkit for PC Engine and TurboGrafx-16 consoles. So for those who don't know, MD-Fourier is a preservation and analysis software um, specifically designed for audio signals coming out of classic consoles. It has been available for a few months now for the Genesis Slash Mega Drive. So, um, in short, the software allows you to compare two versions of a console's audio output and measure the resulting data in accurate scientific terms. So, um, from a consumer's point of view, uh, the software helps determine if the subject uh, console needs a recap, for example, and if replacing the caps actually makes a difference so uh, the user can capture uh, two takes from the tone generator uh, software before and after replacing the caps and then analyze them and see if that um, actually made any difference at all in most cases it will um, especially with those uh, duo consoles even the last uh, model released the duo rx and from a developer's uh, point of view uh, md fourier helps extract audio waves from original hardware and implement those into uh, stuff like emulators um, upgrade boards like the sega triple bypass uh, fpga cores um, like with the mr project and um, so those would sound exactly like the original console was originally intended to sound so you can grab MD Fourier now from the from the link in uh, Bob's post. Just copy the PCE file to your ROM card or burn the, the ISO image and run it on your console and start testing. Um, of course, you will still need a, a decent audio card and the custom tailored MD Fourier software for Windows PCs. But I also highly recommend you watch uh, Bob's detailed video that he did a while ago about the whole process. So, a huge thanks to our team you, um, for this wonderful audio solution. I mean, I've personally used the, the Fourier analysis before in college uh, on some classical music instruments, and I never thought in a million years that I would be using it again, uh, but this time on my favorite classic consoles. Yeah, awesome. And speaking of Artemio, Bob just conducted a in-person interview with him recently. And let me tell you, this was one awesome interview. I mean, seriously, even if you're remotely interested in retro hardware, give this interview a watch or a listen. And I'm sure um, you'll learn a thing or two or a hundred from uh, Artemio's deep knowledge. Um it's crazy how many people have been using his 240p test suite for so many years i mean i personally know professional modders and technicians who rely on the test suite for most of their work um, and i'm sure many of us first learned to calibrate um, our uh, our monitors and tvs using the test suite and ch- checked for lag whenever we get the chance to right um so thanks again to Artemio for the great work he has done for the community for the past decade now this is pure awesome Dan aka Citrus 3000 PSI with the help of Miner Beer yeah I'm sorry we all butcher names at RetroRGB just announced an optical drive emulator an ODE for the GameCube called DGC Loader Um, It's mostly a plug and play SD card based device that requires just a bit of soldering. I mean, it's just a flex cable that lays over um, through hole pins. So you only need to worry um, about soldering the pins at the right temperature. So you won't have to, uh, so you won't actually cause any damage to the cable itself. Um, It is also highly recommended to use the amazing Swiss software with the GC loader and take advantage of um, all the awesome features that it has to offer. Uh, 400 titles have been tested so far and and everything seems to be working perfectly. Um, If there's um, any issues that might pop up later on, the ODE's firmware can be easily updated. Um, loading times have been also uh, reduced, and the GC loader supports full audio streaming, um, an option that has been absent for many from many other uh, solutions. Anyway, this sounds exactly um, like the device I've been waiting for. Uh, yes, I do play my GameCube games uh, on the Wii, but come on, with, with the GC video solutions, carby component cable for me and uh, now this uh, my gamecube will get a lot more playtime uh, the gc loader is priced at 80 us dollars and will be available for purchase in december for all who have been waiting for their gba consoleizer to ship jason from gametech us recently posted an update video showing off his Progress with current orders as well as a detailed overview of the brand new redesign of the assembled case. Uh, Woozle, the project's main developer, and Jason made a bunch of interesting cosmetic changes uh, to the assembled uh, version of the GBA consoleizer, and they are listed in the article. Uh, Jason also announced that there will be a speedrunner firmware similar to the one available on the um, Game Boy interface. Uh, it's still in beta phase for now and it will unfortunately cause some problems with uh, some TVs as the GBA's original refresh rate is set at 59.7 Hertz uh, which is not HDMI uh, compliant compared to the original firmware which will set the uh, GBA's refresh rate at 60 Hertz I would love to test that uh, beta firmware on my VGA CRT that definitely supports the consoleizer's native resolution of 1280 by 720. I mean, a digital-to-digital solution on a CRT with no lag, that would be fantastic. Um, anyway, uh, check out GameTag's video for so much more details about his progress with orders and um, all the changes Wozel and him made to the consoleizer case. Bob just reviewed Mike Cheese's recently released RGB to Comp and Comp to RGB devices. There will be a much more detailed video coming out soon, but I wanted to briefly describe each device's main function. First, the RGB to Comp, priced at $60, um, converts RGB through SCAR to YPBPR component video. Uh, Bob tested it with resolutions up to 480p, and everything uh, worked perfectly, um, just like the shiny bow option, which can sometimes cost over $100. Uh, one scenario where the rgb to comp uh, proves to be super useful is using an existing RGB setup, um, like um, hooking up 8 consoles to a SCART switcher, and outputting to a consumer-grade CRT that has component inputs, and no SCART. Second, Comp to RGB uh, is priced at seventy dollars, and it converts YPbPr to RGB, and it apparently works great with uh, signals up to 480p, as tested by Bob. Although he believes that 720p and 1080i should work as fine. Um, The Comp2RGB converts uh, component video signal to RGB CSync, meaning you won't have to worry about um, incompatibility with uh, Xtron devices. I'm personally more interested in the Comp2RGB because, um, just like Bob described in his article, I'm aiming for a fully automated setup. Uh, I want to be able to uh, plug my PS2, um, my original Xbox, my GameCube and my Wii to the G-Comp switch and then connect that into the comp to rgb and then output RGB through SCART to my SCART switcher and then finally output um, RGB to my monitor and OSSE. Complicated a bit but awesome, trust me. And um, it is always highly, highly recommended to use high quality cables, like the ones that HD Retrovision offer. Um, anyway, Bob will have a much more detailed video coming out soon, I hope, about um, both products, so uh, yeah, look out for that. It looks like there's a new backlit screen for the Bandai Wonderswan color. The Chinese guy on YouTube made an installation video and briefly reviewed the new LCD screen. Um, The video claims the screen is a pixel perfect integer scale of the original screen and even includes uh, the same status bar on the side. Uh, But since the original Wonderswan screen runs at an odd uh, 75Hz refresh rate, I highly doubt that this new screen runs at higher than 60. But I might be mistaken I don't know but unfortunately the single AA battery life will drain much faster after the new screen is installed you will also lose um, even more battery life when using the flashmaster rom card and this is by no means a no cut mod um in order for the screen to sit snugly uh, in the casing a good amount of trimming is required and like bob said uh, what if a new option comes out uh, later on that doesn't require any modification you would have unfortunately ruined your system but all in all um, if you're a fan of the Swan and its library and own more than one then yeah go ahead and give this new screen a try maybe that will fit your needs until a new solution shows up mobi strip tech is now selling furtex virtual tab video outkits and servo emulator chips Um, first the servo emulator works best in broken virtual boy units so um, let me explain Um, the the servo emulator chip actually tricks the uh, system into thinking that the mirrors and motors inside of it are still fully functional, while they're actually not. Um, so a consoleized Virtual Boy could be built by combining um, the uh, servo emulator chip and the virtual tab um, and the Virtual Boy motherboard, obviously. So you could get rid of all the... Um, the inside mechanism and outer plastic shell too. Uh, But as Bob stated um, in his article, please do not cannibalize perfectly working virtual boys for consolidation purposes. Um, Just get a broken one and then maybe apply the fix and as you may or may not know um, the virtual tap comes in two different versions a VGA line uh, doubled outputting version and a 240p RGB outputting version you could also install uh, two virtual taps in one system uh, for dual output that's awesome Um, check out Mopi's Triptek website for more info about both products and don't forget to check out Greg Collins Awesome 3D printed ports specifically designed for the uh, virtual tab uh, no cut mod. This is not news related, but Chris, aka Beyond Pixels, just wrote a great informative article about yet another obscure PAL exclusive console, um, the Amstrad GX4000. So, uh, this console, which is based on the Amstrad uh, CPC 8 bit computer series was released in the early 90s and had to compete with the likes of the much more superior Sega Mega Drive and Super Nintendo. So it had no chance of surviving a full generation cycle and uh, ended up selling uh, 150,000 units and had under 30 games released for it. Um, Those games were also compatible with its computer counterparts. Something that has always fascinated me about the uh, GX4000 in particular is the SCART port on the back of the system. I mean, I I used to see uh, SCART connectors on VCRs and Laserdisc players back in the day, but never on a console. Also, uh, while the standard European version outputs uh, sync on composite RGB, the French version, um, which I'm assuming is SECAM, uh, outputs CSYNC, that's crazy. Uh, anyway, uh, give the article a read to find out so much more uh, about this interesting letter console. The C64 Video Enhancement by Coper Dragon is a YPBPR and RGB sync-on-green FPGA-based solution for the Commodore 64. So, um, due to hardware limitations, especially with the video uh, interface chip 2, The C64 could only output RF uh, through RCA, composite, and S-Video through the 8-pin DIN. Um, I know the S-Video situation has been rectified over the years, but having a modern clean 240p and 480p solution is the way to go now. Uh, The video enhancement won't affect uh, the old outputs, except for uh, as video, as it bypasses the onboard encoder for improved quality. Um, There are a few palettes to select from, just like uh, with the NES RGB, and it's fully compatible with the OSSC and RetroThink 2X the mod can be applied to uh, both ntsc and pal models and its firmware can be easily updated um, it's priced at a hundred uh, at under 100 euros um, and the only way to acquire a c64 uh, component RGSB kit at the moment is by filling a form over at uh, videogameperfection.com um, orders will be carried in a um, uh, waiting list fashion I'll probably install the kit in my uh, NTSC uh, Commodore 64 at some point. I mean, I I haven't turned the poor thing on for, I don't know, probably eight years. But having a modern output solution um, will make the overall experience much better. Uh, Please check out um, Vanessa's detailed article about the video enhancement uh, mod that she wrote um, when, when it first got announced. That's it for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode as much as I did. And if you can't tell that I enjoyed, just go back and count how many times I said awesome. I want to thank my wife Carla for editing the video. I want to thank the RetroRGB awesome team, family. Um, I'll probably see you guys in the next uh, writers roundup. Until then, keep on checking RetroRGB.com for retro gaming news and updates within the community. Thanks everyone, see ya!